Hello and welcome to this podcast on data security. My name is Anushree Som. And I'm William Moore. And we're associates in the data privacy team at Shoesmiths. In this podcast, we're going to discuss data security in the context of data protection laws. We live in a world where organizations use increasing amounts of data to run their businesses and provide services. Did you know that together we create 2.5 quintillion bytes of data every day? That's 18 zeros, by the way. Therefore, it's a top priority for organizations to protect the data that they process and store. So what is data security? Well, at a high level, data security is about protecting information throughout its life cycle, from the moment that it's collected to when it's destroyed. Organizations may process large volumes of data or sensitive data, including personal data. Personal data, which includes any fact or opinion about an identifiable living person, is protected by various data protection laws around the world. In the EU and the UK, these are the GDPR and the UK GDPR respectively. In this podcast, when we say GDPR, we are referring to both the GDPR and the UK GDPR. The GDPR sets out seven data protection principles which describe how personal data should be processed. The sixth principle is the security principle, which focuses on the integrity and confidentiality of personal data processing. Organizations are required to have in place appropriate technical and organizational measures to protect personal data. These include things like putting in place access controls, encrypting data in transit and at rest, anonymizing data where possible, and providing regular data protection training to staff members. These technical organizational measures can be reflected in a contract. As you rightly pointed out initially, it is important to include clauses in the contract that cover these potential risks and set out the appropriate security measures the parties will need to implement to protect the data. When drafting these clauses, it is worth bearing in mind that they should reflect the level of harm that might result from a security incident. It would be uncommercial to add incredibly onerous security clauses if there's only a small amount of low-risk data involved. In addition, it's worth including a clause that requires all staff handling their data to be provided with appropriate training to comply with the security measures set out in the contract. It's all very well setting out the security measures only to find out later that the staff responsible for the data did not know how to correctly follow or implement those measures. Incorporating security measures into a contract can be quite technical, so it is advisable that the respective parties' IT representatives are involved to ensure all parties have the capabilities to meet those security obligations. As Anushri mentioned earlier, when it comes to the sharing of personal data, the sixth data protection principle requires parties to process personal data in a manner that ensures appropriate security, including protection against unauthorized or unlawful processing. Any issues regarding the security of the transfer should be resolved and documented before sharing any personal data. When establishing security arrangements, parties need to consider the type and volume of personal data being processed to ensure any security measures reflect the risks of the processing. For example, more sophisticated and robust security measures will be needed when processing sensitive personal data, such as health data. In addition, if the parties plan on using third parties to process personal data on their behalf, then we would expect to see a clause that ensures the third party also has equivalent security measures in place to protect the personal data. Nobody wants things to go wrong, but when they do, there needs to be protection in place to cover the losses of the innocent party. This is why inserting an appropriate level of indemnity and warranty protection is crucial. In particular, we would recommend including an unlimited indemnity that covers any claims or losses relating to the sharing of personal data. This is due to the potential exposure the parties face from any claims or fines relating to breaches of the GDPR, in particular when a data breach occurs. So if appropriate measures are not in place to secure data, organizations may be at risk of a personal data breach. 
The GDPR defines a personal data breach as a breach of security leading to the accidental or unlawful destruction, loss, alteration, unauthorized disclosure of, or access to personal data. Did you know that the most common type of data loss is where emails are sent by mistake to the incorrect recipient? It's really important for an organization to train its staff to always double-check email fields, content, and attachments carefully before sending. For breaches of any of the data protection principles, including data security, the maximum fine under the GDPR is £17.5 million or 4% of an organization's annual worldwide turnover. This can cause substantial financial loss to an organization, not to mention reputational damage. If an organization becomes aware of a data breach and it is a controller of the personal data, meaning that it's the decision maker for how personal data is processed, it might need to report the breach to the relevant data protection regulator if certain thresholds are met. There are various tests a controller needs to apply to determine whether the notification threshold is met, but generally, a breach is reportable if it's likely to result in a high risk to the rights and freedoms of individuals. The timeframes for dealing with incidents are very short. A controller must notify the relevant authorities within 72 hours of becoming aware of a data breach. Failure to notify within the statutory timeframes incurs additional fines. They may also need to notify data subjects where there's a high risk to them. To demonstrate the real-world consequences of information security failings, we are able to draw upon a recent case study. In October 2020, the UK Data Supervisory Authority, the ICO, fined British Airways a record-breaking £20 million after it ruled the airline failed to protect customers' personal data. The ICO said it found the airline had been processing a significant amount of personal data without adequate security measures in place. Subsequently, the company's lacklustre security measures meant it failed to detect a major security breach for nearly two months. The BA cyber attack saw a significant number of individuals affected, with hackers believed to have accessed the personal data of over 400,000 customers and staff. The personal data exposed in the attack included names, addresses and card details of customers. According to the ICO penalty notice, there were numerous measures the airline could have used to prevent the attackers being able to access their network. For those interested in finding out more about the ICO's decision, the full penalty notice can be found on the ICO's website. So that concludes this ShoePod episode looking at data security clauses and contracts. To listen to other ShoePod episodes in the series, please visit the ShoeSmiths website where you will find a whole host of interesting clause breakdowns. Thanks again for tuning in and do feel free to reach out to the ShoeSmiths data protection team if you have any questions about the content of today's session. Mm -hmm.